guys, welcome back to another episode of Esports, Metaverse, and Beyond. How are you doing today, Chase? I'm doing great, and I'm excited today because we have three-time world champion, Steffi Bao. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. We're happy, too. I know it's going to be a great episode. It will be. I can't wait. Uh-huh. Since this is a show for gamers, we'd like to play a little game before we dive in. Are you up for a bit of fun? Oh, yes, of course. It's game time! Steffi, what is your favorite video game of all time? Of all time, it must be the video game that I was in. I was <laughs> in two video games growing up because of my racing career, and one is called Freak Style, and one is called Supercross 2000, both from EA Sports. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> what are your top three favorite career races of all time? Well, you know, like I come from Italy and now I live in the United States. So I would say my biggest accomplishment have been winning the three world titles, but also being the first woman to race with the men at the top level. So I, th- I think those two, the three world titles and this accomplishment are my favorite. That's really cool. Something to be proud of. Oh, yeah, I think so. What do you think? I think so. And we have a bonus question. What's your favorite vacation destination? Ah, I'm going to surprise you here. My favorite place in the world for vacation is actually French Polynesia. It is? Yes, are those islands in the South Pacific, and I've been there once, and I fell in love with it. It is like being in paradise. (laughs) One time? Have you ever been there again? Not yet, but we are planning to go possibly next year again. Oh, well, I hope you enjoy it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys been? No. No, we haven't been there. Which one is your favorite place? Mm. Um, probably Miami, Florida. Well, not Miami, but Orlando, because that's where Disney is. Yeah. <laughs> mm. For both of you, same? Uh, either that or Canada. Nice. I like Canada too. So either cold or hot, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks cool. for playing. You earned 400 points. Awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. For those unfamiliar with who you are, can you share a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes, so I am Italian. I was born in Italy and I, when I was little, about six years old, I had the dream to become the best motorcycle racer I could be. And that's what I ended up doing. So I raced motorcycle, you know, for until I was 28 years old. And unfortunately, I got hurt, but I turned negative into positive and said, hey, you know, I had a fantastic career. Now I can start a new one. And uh, now I just work in the esport industry and try to help uh, people to use esport to enjoying the sports of motorcycle and car racing. Well, I'm sorry to hear about what happened to you, but it seemed like a fulfilling career. I'm yes, glad you enjoyed I, it. Yeah, of course. I've I always been lucky to have an incredible mom and dad. They always pushed me to do what I really wanted in life. And therefore, you know, like uh, I went for what I loved and that was racing. And yes, it was fantastic. What age did you start racing? I started racing at six years old. You did? You did? That's mm-hmm. really young. Professional racing? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's not professional at six. A six is like... Like, you know, you're still a kiddo, right? So it's mostly like for fun. They're called amateur racing. But I turned professional when I was 17 years old. Oh, wow. That's really cool. 
Who inspired you the most to start racing? Well, I would say my mom and dad, actually, because uh, I started so little, you know, when I was uh, just uh, six years old, that if it wasn't for them, they would buy me the motorcycle, you know, like I would have not achieved what I did in life. So I think my idols are my mom and dad. You know, for being one of the fastest motocross racers in the whole world, that's a major accomplishment. How do you feel about that? Ah, I'm super happy about it. Of course, it didn't come easy. I have to tell you that, you know, like everything in life, you just really have to work hard for anything that you want to achieve. So there were definitely up and down, but, you know, I was able to put um, a, a dream that I had since I was little into reality. So I'm super stoked about it. Is it true that M2R helmets gave you a signature helmet? And that is correct. Yeah. What was the moment when they gave you? What was it like? Well, it was more like uh, they were able to reproduce a helmet that I liked and be able to sell it all over the world. So it was like my replica. So I was uh, super proud of it because uh, I think it's pretty cool that everybody can buy a helmet that I was wearing and I created. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds really cool. All your fans get to buy your helmets. Yes, that was right. <laughs> Steffi, like you mentioned earlier, you were in the video game Freakstar as a playable character. How did you get that opportunity? I did get that opportunity because of racing. You know, like uh, I was uh, winning a lot of racings and EA Sport decided to make a video game for motocross. And I was the winningest female racer at that time. So it was a normal choice to ask me. So I was stoked though. Like when they told me, hey, do you want to be in the video game? I'm like, is this for real? And <laughs> yes, so it did happen and it was super cool. I could imagine that was a really cool moment. Absolutely. I'm very proud of that one. What was the most exciting part about winning world championship in motocross racing? Well, I would say that for me, the most exciting part was to be able to become the best on something they really, really love. So working hard, like I said, because kids, there is no shortcuts in life. So you have to work hard, but like working hard and then uh, having the luck to have a, a skill, you know, and we're, I was born with that talent, um, some of it. So it was just a super cool way to achieve something that I have dreamed of. Okay, that sounds really great. Can you tell us about your company, NA Esports, and how or what inspired you to become again to the industry of esports? Yes, so Init Esports is a startup, so uh, it's only about a year and a half, two years old. And what inspired me was my niece. I was in Italy and I saw her spending like two to three hours a day watching people video games. And I'm like, what is this happening? You know, and uh, I learned from it because I love to learn from you guys, from the kids. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I can do something cool about it. And for me, it was just trying to figure out a way to get more women and more minorities and more people in general to experience the sport of motorcycle and car racing. But because doing in real life, it's very expensive, you know, doing with gaming, it's a little bit more affordable so I figured out a way to get more people to enjoy the passion that I have yes that sounds great phenomenal yeah thank you what is sim racing and how is it different from racing in a video game like Gran Turismo well, it is a sim racing means a simulator racing. So all of the top of the line game like Gran Turismo, Assetto Corsa, uh, Forza, those are all simulator games. So pretty much you can play with the, the console and the controller or you can have the complete sim setup. With the sim setup, you sit down and you feel like you're really into the car because you have the steering wheel and the pedal and it oh. feels like you're racing in real life. So it's like a step forward from a video game. 
You yes, just I, get in there and control it. With correct. Me. Okay. We saw that Ada Esports had raced me a couple years back. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, that was an idea they came up with uh, to try to put the female uh, legends for different sports and put them together and play video games. And I thought that the very cool part was to do it with something that I have a passion about, it, which is racing. So we were able to uh, provide them those uh, simulator cockpits where you can see them play. We send it to them at their house, or they put it together, and then they start playing. And it was magical because seeing different sport athletes together competing on on the video games, it was just like eye-opening for everybody and super fun. Were you competing? I wasn't because I was directing the show, oh. so I didn't get to participate with the rest of the, the athletes. But we did it in the back end, you know, not in, to the public in the back end, we did. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Please share why the, like, diversity and inclusion is important in racing and esports. I think diversity and inclusion is important, period. And also is very important in, in, in racing and esport because it happens most of the time the only privileged kids, you know, get the chance to do a lot of things. And for me, that I have been a woman that did a male-dominated sport, you know, it's important to try to do as many things as I can to actually open doors for everybody. I really believe that everybody should have chances to do what they love in life. Mm, that makes sense. Really a great goal to set. Yeah. Now it's time for Esports Matterous News. We heard that you are included in the New York Times. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. It's a very, very big accomplishment, and I'm so proud of it. It just happened a few days ago. Oh, wow. Anyone would be proud for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about that article? Yes. So, you know, again, for the concept of the diversity and inclusion and try to help everybody, I met this young girl from Zimbabwe in Africa in 2013. And it was fun how the whole thing started because I got an email from Africa and I'm like, ah, this is not real. There is a girl in Africa that wants to ride motorcycle. I don't believe that. And I delete the email the very first time. Then I got it again and I'm like, okay, let's see this. Maybe this it is real, you know, and I want to learn. And that was one of the best things I ever done in my life. So I went to Zimbabwe. I met Tanya. I, there was an instant feeling of uh, wanting to help each other. And uh, now, you know, Tanya rides motorcycle and uh, she's becoming a spokesperson for kids all over the world. And uh, with the same passion that I have, uh, motorcycling, racing, but also about giving chances to everybody. So the New York Times heard about our stories and decided to put it on paper. Are you still mentoring her? Yes, yes, I am. I am. It's almost like I'm a second mom to her. She has her mom, of course, and her family. But, you know, I really like to, to help her out and avoid some of the mistakes that maybe I have done, you know, and make her life a little easier. Okay. Well, I hope she learns. Okay. Learns a lot from you. What are some trends you're currently seeing in the world of esports? Some trends, you mean? Yeah, some trends. Yeah, well, um, I think, you know, like there is a lot of attention now to the world of esports because, uh, you know, you guys, you kiddos are the next generation. So therefore, the adults are starting to look more and more on what you like to do. And you like to play games, don't you? 
Yes. yes. So therefore, you know, like uh, I think what is going to happen is going to be more and more game that they are more engaging and then gives a, a chance to everybody that plays to actually interact in more ways. Uh, for instance, you know, I think the sim racing is very good because you can learn math and physics with that. And uh, can you believe it if you go to school and then uh, you have your math professor and teacher to tell you to do an equation based on a video game? I think that would be super cool. <laughs> Amazing if teachers did that and kids love video games, then they yeah. really want to learn. Yeah, and that's what I think, you know, it would be a possible of a trend, you know, like uh, that uh, companies and adults start seeing uh, those opportunities and trying to provide education back to you guys by using something that is fun. Because I think it's more fun to learn how to build a car on a video game using math and physics than just solving an equation, right? Yeah, because mm -hmm. it would actually lead to something in the real world that you exactly. can have fun with. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For kids listening, how can they get involved into esports? Well, there are a lot of ways to get involved with esports. The first and foremost is like uh, pick up a game that you love and then start playing. Uh, for me, particularly, we are all about racing, so they can come to the website and we have tournaments there, and then uh, you can uh, um, register and play. And one of the things that we are doing that I think is very important is that uh, we provide a full-on registration process, so everybody's going to be verified, which means that you're going to get a digital driver license when you play on our games. A Whoa. digital driver's license? Yes, because in that way, you know, like everybody can be verified. Everybody knows who you are. And uh, the hope is like to try to avoid, you know, sometimes a bad situation that can happen on the internet, right? So if everybody's verified, then we know who you are. And if you do something bad, you're going to be putting time out. Okay, that's that, really cool. That's great advice, Steffi. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. We, Thank it you. It was phenomenal. We really enjoyed today's conversation. But You're before we go... How can people find out more about you online? You can check out the initesports.gg and over there you'll find all of the information. But for me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter and I am at Steffi Bao. All right, Steffi, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, and guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Again, congratulations on getting in the New York Times. And we heard it's your birthday tomorrow. Happy your birthday. birthday yes. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. The show, we, I think we knocked out the park today. And I hope the fans took in everything that you said and maybe they could apply it to their life. I hope so, too. You know, I, if I should say one last word, it's like always go for what you love. You will yes. never be disappointed. <laughs> Always follow your dreams. Yes. Thank it's you, Spicy. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Oh, yeah. Check us out on YouTube as well. Okay. Bye. <laughs>